0: it's time for um hello a jersey shore recap podcast um hello? Um hello? um hello um hello welcome to the patreon bonus episode the first ever bonus episode how are you feeling
1: i'm feeling great thank you everybody who's listening and watching for being here
0: no seriously thank you because if you're watching this, that means you paid to be here. And we're unimaginably appreciative that you gave us your money.
1: Thank you for the added pressure of the way I have to look cute.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. Now we have to like look good for these.
1: <laughs> right. If you're here, um, then you care a little extra, just like us. And we went above and beyond to watch the reunion episode because it's not on the mainstream platforms, So we found it.
0: Mm, let me tell you. That was an experience that I did not enjoy. So it's only on the MTV website and you have to pay normally, but they have like a free pass you could get. But the ads were so long. They were like six minutes each.
1: I'm laughing because I watch a lot of TV and I get committed. So I go above and beyond. And so I know all the tricks. And so I know how to fast forward the ads, So I didn't watch
0: them. Oh my gosh. Well, it's because usually I well, I used to uh, use those like one, two, three movie websites a lot or like-
1: Oh, 100%. So
0: today, don't, don't tell anybody. I'm going to get in trouble. Who's uh, going to know? Just
1: our Patreon people. Yeah,
0: exactly. If anybody snitches, <laughs> I'll know it's you guys. So you can't tell <laughs> me, but I got like viruses and I had stuff install itself on my computer and I was like, I think I should stop doing this. So now I have to pay or find it on streaming.
1: I think that's a rite of passage that everybody who ever owned a laptop goes through. So I understand
0: downloading free shit and getting viruses yeah absolutely uh yeah well without further ado let's get into the episode
1: all right so the reunion is hosted by julissa bermudez who i was gonna shade for not knowing who she is but then i realized she's more famous than me so i take it all back
0: what did you think of her she had good energy but she was very like shady shady and very familiar like she kind of was talking as if she was a roommate
1: I didn't mind the familiarity, but I minded that it seemed like she was coming for people randomly. I'm like, you weren't
0: there, girl, chill. And it, She was talking like she was there, like she had an opinion that she was part of it. And you know what? I get that she was coming from, I think she was coming from a fan's perspective and, and fans do think they know. However, it is a little weird for an interviewer. It's a recap yeah. for, of a reality show, but she's still an interviewer to kind of pick size and be biased a little she bit.
1: She definitely didn't seem like an unbiased host. That's, no. That's for sure.
0: Which I both love. It was unprofessional, but I loved it and it was funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, she introduces the cast and I think that it, it kind of shows almost a hierarchy because uh, Mike and Snooki are kind of the last ones introduced, followed by Angelina, which they kind of like shut her off in
0: the corner. Which is so funny because everybody else uh, during their introductions are like, all smiles, and then it cuts to Angelina just sulking.
1: I kind of give her credit, though, for not being too extra in this reunion. I don't think that she felt like starting drama, and it almost felt like she wanted to get along with everybody because mm. she kind of tried to make a couple jokes and include some people, so I actually give her credit for the way that she's handled uh, probably not getting a lot of good like feedback after everything aired, you know what I mean?
0: Yes, absolutely. So after the introductions, one of the first discussions they get into is about the term guido Mm -hmm. and the fact that it was very polarizing at the time. People found it offensive.
1: Yeah. And as an Italian, I never did. But I will say that my dad (laughs) found Jersey Shore offensive, I think. If anything, maybe rolling his eyes is a better way to explain it. And they were caricatures. We've said that. But I like Pauly D's quote that he says on that topic. When she asks him like kind of how he feels about it. He says, I don't represent all Italians. I don't Mm. represent everybody. I only represent myself. Great outlook.
0: I agree. And that's something that I've kind of dealt with too in certain spaces where I am the only queer person. I don't know if you can relate to this. There is a bit of a pressure when you're in a room full of people who aren't used to queer people to, I don't know, be like the face of queer people. Like, do you know what I mean? Do you ever feel that pressure to that? Like when you're the only one, you feel like you have to behave and be uh, really uh, likable. Otherwise you'll make people look bad.
1: Definitely. um, I feel that pressure as well. And I don't want to assimilate. So I almost kind of lean into it, I think, as a result. And I don't mind. I don't I like the controversy a little bit. You know, I won't go so far. But like, you know, showing up with my unshaved armpits to my friend's rehearsal dinner for her wedding was satisfying to me when I got looks from somebody's uncle. You know,
0: I agree because I've started leaning into it, too, and kind of enjoying the looks. Uh, Mm -hmm. I showed up in a very campy, over-the-top outfit to my uncle's wedding, and I got a lot of looks, and it was great.
1: Situation actually says a good quote kind of on this topic, which this, I think, could go for anybody. Queer people, queedos, and Heads. He says they did create the channel changer. If you don't like us, you can change it. Ah, Facts.
0: That is an excellent point. If you don't like it, just don't watch it. There's a million and one shows fun. There's always another show.
1: Yeah, this one's got a lot of tension in it. Do you feel like everybody like like hates Mike or what?
0: Well, yeah, it started with Ron and Mike kind of bickering. And then everybody sort of jumped in and piled on and started a, a roast fest for Mike.
1: Yeah, it is, it's evident that they're putting on this kind of we're a family, and maybe they are, but also they're the brother that everybody low-key hates, and they might still go to bat for him against others, but inside, he's clearly, we know where his place in the family is.
0: So the first person to be called up to have an individual moment with, what's the interviewer's name? Julissa. Julissa <laughs> uh, is Mike the Situation, and she shows a montage of all his attempts at getting girls. And once again, they kind of frame it as like, oh, he's a man whore, he's always hooking up. Where? When?
1: I mean, they Where show him the with these girls, but he's not hooking up with all of them. He's not even making out with some of them. Some of them, he's just hugging. I feel gaslit. Is gaslight. that what qualifies?
0: I feel gaslit. I feel lied to. I feel like production wanted to paint a picture of Mike to the audience that wasn't true.
1: Well, speaking of painting a picture, they ask him what he thinks the future Mrs. Situation would look like. Do you think what he described was kind of like Lawrence? I think so. I love that. At least, at least he ends up with Lawrence because this numbers game is not going to add up for him.
0: And once again, he's just very honest about how it is a numbers game, and it's he doesn't care if they're ugly or pretty necessarily. It's just about just getting them. I, don't and I love that. The next little uh, one-on-one we get is with Holly.
1: We talked a lot about Polly and Danielle this season because they're, they were one of my favorite plot lines personally, but I think we kind of forgot to talk about when she brought him a shirt that she made that said, I heart Jewish girls. And they really <laughs> focused on their religious differences, which I assume that Polly's either Catholic or another type of Christian. But I don't mm. think we ever talked about that shirt incident, did we?
0: I don't I don't think we did, but that is actually really funny on her part. I find that to be so hilarious. I love it And George
1: random.
0: Her. Do you think she was uh, aware of the fact that that was funny, or do you think that she thought that was sweet?
1: Maybe because he worked in a t-shirt shop, she thought it was like on brand.
0: I think she thought it was sweet. I don't think she realized how funny it was. How self-aware do you think she was in all of this? Because I I don't get the impression that she was aware. I don't think she realized what she was going to look like.
1: I would be curious to know her thoughts.
0: Did Paul say that? Is is Danielle still stalking him after they they wrapped? Like, was there an off-camera thing?
1: I'm so glad you asked this. Uh, she asked him if he's talked to Danielle since filming and he said he didn't want to. He hasn't reached out to her, but that after he ignored her long enough, she found out where he was DJing in Rhode Island, drove two hours and showed up there with a belt. He said not really sure where he, we didn't get any closure on, on on the belt or why she showed up with that. But um it, he, they all they all classify her as a stalker just from that incident alone. Let alone what happened on
0: the show. It's stalkery. However, however, there are two sides to every story. I would like to hear her side of it.
1: You never know. We've saw Polly leading her on a lot on the show, and so who knows? And Polly himself is a little bit of a of a ladies man because he's up there flirting with Jay Wow, which of course I was living for. But I don't know. He, she still has a boyfriend, and he's up there like, yeah, she's a hot chick.
0: Well, that's, so JWoww is the next person in the hot seat, and Mm -hmm. they do go over her little fling with Paul, and and they both kind of agree it was just, like, a fun moment, Um, but the, uh, what's the interviewer's name again? I can't remember. (laughs) Jalissa. Jalissa. Jalissa asks if her and Tom are still together. Mm -hmm. And Jenny says yes. And it's so painfully awkward and quiet. You could tell how everybody in that room feels about her still being with Tom.
1: Also, the way she answered it was so weird. Like, she was like, yeah, we're still together.
0: (laughs) It was just an awkward moment. I was just like, okay. And anyway. (laughs) I think they were together for a while after that. Because I remember some stuff on season three. So They also,
1: like, made this weird joke and stuff about her being a shopaholic and using his credit card. Did we? That was never a plot line. Am I wrong?
0: No, because I agree. I don't remember that being on the show, but. It's oh, that was
1: really, really random.
0: <laughs>
1: well, Angelina is in the hot seat next, which I'm surprised they didn't put her... I was surprised at kind of the order in which they went here, I guess, because I thought she was, it was kind of random. And they just threw so much shade at her on so many, like, angles.
0: Well, first of all, the, the, the first original shade that was thrown at her was by the producers who... Edited the first half of this recap as if she wasn't there. Yeah. Like I kept forgetting Angelina was there. And then when she started speaking to Jalissa, I was like, oh yeah.
1: I feel like they make it really clear that production doesn't love her and they don't want us to. But I don't, I don't hate her. I did back when I watched it the first time though. So like I got I, I bought into it at the time. But now I'm just kind of like what she's playing all by all your roles sitting in the crowd. What's the problem?
0: Eh, I agree. I think she's really funny and in retrospect, I think her contributions to the show are brief but mm. iconic and memorable. I mean, we named the goddamn podcast after her quote. So
1: That's true. And they asked how how she feels if she regrets leaving. And she says, I do regret leaving. I mean, if I would have been single, I would have done things differently. So I guess she's blaming it on her married mans that they're all throwing shade at. Well,
0: to be fair, she could have been blaming herself for going in the way she did. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Also, um, her and Mike hooked up. What? What's what?
0: It seems like it. And they have this kind of a little bit awkward flirt fight.
1: Yeah, which is kind of her style, but I don't understand. There's no context around talking about this hookup or alleged hookup. They, I don't know. They made it seem like we yeah. already knew, which I'm like, this is new information to me.
0: Michael's no closure on minute. the
1: Angelina and Mike thing, really.
0: Yeah. yeah Mike's a mess. Everyone's a mess. Jalissa's a mess. It Speaking is it of is. mess,
1: guess who's next? Sammy and Ron. Ugh, those this two. This is such a mess.
0: Mm, from the moment they sit in the hot seat, it's immediately tense.
1: It's so weird because they say they're together and doing good in the beginning of the first half of the episode, really. They're kind of on the same team. They're doing fine. They go up there, they show a recap and then everything goes south from there. And I love that you kind of see j and Snooki like exchanging glances mm-hmm. of awkwardness.
0: They do seem like for a second, like they worked it out. Maybe they're in a better place because they're not living together type of thing. Um, yeah. But then good old Jalissa, mentions that she's got some unaired footage and Sam Sam doesn't respond well to that.
1: I don't know what kind of freak out she has. I think that honestly, though, I hate the way they handle this Mm -hmm. because when Sammy sees that there's unaired footage, she starts to freak out and they all say, well, what'd you do wrong? What, Mm -hmm. why is, why are you freaking out? I don't know. Looking at this is the fact that she was in an, literally an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. I think what's going on in her head is she's like, whatever's on this unaired footage is going to make Ronnie lose his shit and everything's about to go south. That's why exactly. I think she starts having a panic attack.
0: Exactly. I don't think she necessarily knew it was going to be about her getting in trouble. I think she just knew whatever we're about to see is about to become a problem. I agree with you. And she was nervous for, I think, probably what would happen after. um, Yeah. this was her real life at the time. I mean, they were still together. And Ronnie
1: has a history of being abusive. I mean, we've seen him shove her, I don't know what's happening off camera, but like, whatever they're showing on that clip could literally be putting her in danger. Right. Especially because it's so out of context. And they the clip itself is her talking with Mike and they are maybe being a little flirtatious, but I didn't think it was really any that bad and she says that was early on but he doesn't care he gets mad anyway
0: well i have more to say about the clip but i i want to talk about jalissa she yeah being very inappropriate because she mentioned the clip and sam just sat there making a face she didn't say anything she didn't interrupt anything and jalissa immediately goes what's wrong you look like you're about to cry and she keeps pushing and pushing she's like why are you upset what's what's wrong with you what's going on are you gonna cry why are you upset what's going what do you think what's the clip gonna be why are you mad and i was like girl let her be
1: yeah because i think that it's not like she approached it as like hey you look a a little uneasy do you need a break do you need us to pause or anything are you Mm -hmm. okay it's like uh oh why are you so upset girl
0: yeah exactly the energy is very like what's wrong are you upset are you mad oh you're gonna cry you're gonna exactly feel like she was bullying her
1: Yeah, no, Sammy. And then Sammy, when she she walks off, almost crying, she makes it to the bathroom before she starts crying. And she says, I'm just like very embarrassed right now. Like that was embarrassing for me. And they did just show footage of her and Ron having all these fights and him shoving her. And Ron's laughing while they're showing this recap. They haven't even shown this clip yet. They're already showing her all of the abuse she's just suffered all summer. I don't blame her for having a little bit of a panic attack.
0: Neither do I, and I don't blame her for walking away. Take a second and compose yourself. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of walking away and taking a second. Um, but she does come back, and they play the clip, and it's not that bad, but it it doesn't make her look great. What happens in the clip is she uh, confesses to Mike that she was in fact flirting with that cop in the club when her, you know, when her and Ron had a fight. It was one of their first fights, I think.
1: I just feel like if you, if I was a couple on a reality TV show. And things happened and mm-hmm. it aired months later. Before it aired, I would have a conversation with my partner and say, look, this is going to bring up old fights. Let's remember that we've moved past them and let's not let these rehashed feelings ruin the progress that we've made. Mm-hmm. It'd be a lot to work through when, because that doesn't mean that feelings aren't going to come up when you watch things. But I would keep the dialogue open of like these are fights that we've already resolved and they obviously don't know how to communicate, but they allow more drama to that that was resolved to seep back in, mm-hmm. and they break up on camera.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's the run and Sam way.
1: The breakup was awkward too because she's just like, "All right, well, I guess that's it." And he's like, "Oh, what is it? Like, I don't know." He's kind of like, "Well, I'm done." It was I. It was really awkward. I. I was cringy to watch. I didn't like it.
0: It was hard to watch, but I have to say, on paper, it it makes perfect sense. They co- I mean, listen, from a producer standpoint, they come in saying, we're good, we resolved everything, we're together. They show one clip, and it's, I guess we're done then. If that's not, that is the epitome of Ron and Sam.
1: That is I mean, so Ron and Sam. I think that they just live their relationship on thin ice, and it just takes mm-hmm. one little thing to crack it.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I think when they left the house, they kept trying to have the same relationship they had on camera, right? Like, they're still doing the club thing. And so- Yeah, because Ron's like,
1: we go out and everything's fine. And I'm like, I bet it's not.
0: So they were Mm. replicating something that was bad for them. But agreed, they were young, they were dumb, it is what it is.
1: Well, I like that they kind of get buried in because then we move on to Snooki. And of course, everybody loves her. They start calling her the Princess of Poughkeepsie. And she goes, don't ever say that again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I would want to be the Princess of Poughkeepsie either. So she gets sort of the opposite storyline that uh, the situation got. She also has a, a clip show of her with men except it's all of her striking out and embarrassing herself in front of men what do we think of this
1: I think that they did her a little dirty but I also think they're kind of trying to show her lovable side was she funny. was she was along for the ride so it wasn't like a embarrassing thing mm. so I actually I find I found her endearing
0: it was funny and but again the producers are trying to gaslight us I saw the same thing I saw with Mike somebody striking out. Time and time again. They just described it differently for Snooky. But listen,
1: they know how to spin a story.
0: They do. And speaking of a story, is- Well,
1: what's the story with Situation and Snooki?
0: Let me paint a picture for anyone who didn't see the episode, because it is (laughs) a little hard to find. Mm -hmm. Jalissa was a little bit of a mess in that way, because let me paint a picture for- No, no, no.
1: Say that again. Jalissa was a little bit of a mess. End a sentence.
0: Jalissa's listen, Jalissa, we love you, but you're a goddamn disaster. (laughs) You're not asking any important questions. Jalissa says- Uh, something to the extent of like uh, I heard a rumor that you two hooked up and they were both like oh we're not gonna say oh we shouldn't say and Jalissa was like anyways and just moved on Jalissa doesn't press it
1: yeah not the greatest interview skills and they just say we'll keep things under wraps they don't say what happens but I want to fucking know
0: knowing what happens later in the series and what mike and Snooky kind of get into in the later seasons it's crazy to see that they've been hooking up since way back in the first season i feel like this was an ongoing thing throughout the years i don't think it was like a one-time thing her cheating on gianna years later i think they hooked up and hooked up and hooked up mm. like- uh, here's
1: a question for you so in our finale episode i made my l word style chart you know i have it right here Um, so with this newfound information that there's a possible hookup between Mike and Angelina and Mike and Snooki, how do I update this chart? Like, did Mike and Angelina smush and did Mike and Snooki smush? Do I need to do some updates?
0: I think you do, because I think they definitely all did hook up. I think Mike did hook up with both of those women for sure. So
1: He needs a solid line to both Snooki and Angelina.
0: You know what? I think he might need a spinoff at some point, right? Like Mike on his own could have his own chart.
1: And that's the beauty of the chart is that everyone is intertwined. You, oh, you're, right. you're not a lesbian. You haven't seen the L word.
0: No, I haven't actually seen it though. Should I watch it? No. No? It's not for me?
1: Um, I have two questions for you. Okay. Do you like telenovelas?
0: Yes. Okay. Do
1: you like um lesbian soft porn? No. Okay, well, then you will like half of it. <laughs> um, but the, I'm not going to watch it that's okay for those who didn't understand that reference when i made it the l word creates a chart because it's Mm. a very um everybody kind of hooks up with everybody when Mm. there's uh, a lot of lesbians if you go to my tiktok there's actually uh i have some tiktoks about the chart between my friends and i because it's it's typical uh but anyway so i wanted to do the jersey shore chart and it sounds it sounds like this it's all mixed in
0: i think it's time for an update and then we should put the final one for season one on the patreon
1: love it and snooki kind of wraps up she says we pretty much had a good time the whole time so i definitely miss the
0: shore house and the one thing that they uh, they asked her about the the gentleman the gentleman the not gentleman the asshole that punched her ah yeah the dude that punched her in the face
1: that's a big plot line too i'm so glad you remembered this
0: he apparently according to snooki he went to a magazine to tell his story but never apologized to her specifically right which I mm-hmm. find to be so disgusting. Not only are you going to punch a girl on on camera, and then mm-hmm. you're going to try to make it about you and get clout from a and man. probably
1: and probably money
0: and probably money. You Probably just sold the, exactly. What a
1: disgusting human being.
0: I hope the worst for him. I hope he's still doing bad all these years later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that no, yeah, that's. It's totally appropriate to say. I hope he's still doing bad. Should we look him I, up? Well,
1: I'll say this: I don't, I don't wish well for him. I don't wish anything for him.
0: I'm gonna look him up if I can. I'm gonna, as I'm talking, I'm gonna see what I can find like right away. Okay. But, so right after the punch, he he paid. Listen to this: he only paid, he paid a five hundred dollar fine. What? And served six months um, on probation. He didn't even go to jail. He didn't go to jail. Yeah, it's fucked up. He was on probation. Uh, but apparently he got fired and kind of had like a falling out with his family because he was so humiliated. And then a few years later, he joined the military because he couldn't get a job.
1: Wow. Well, okay. So things didn't go well for him, I guess.
0: Um. And it says in t- 2018, they asked, where is he now? And he said, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so I think he still has not got his life together. All and right. Good.
1: Karma. He's no good. pun
0: intended. <laughs> no, but actually they weren't at Karma that night, I don't think. Oh God, I tried. They were at some shitty dive bar, it looked like.
1: Well, speaking of bars, they kind of wrap up this reunion with talking about uh, their dancing and they do a whole yeah. dance montage to kind of showcase their love of beating the beat up.
0: Yes. Check this out. I got the music. Is it royalty free? No, but we're on we're Patreon. Nobody cares about that here. There's no rules. Okay. How do I turn it off? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jalissa kind of makes fun of them for all being horrible dancers, and I find that to be funny because she's correct. They're all terrible, but they are funny. Now, and they the- love it. They say that the worst is Mike. Do you agree?
1: I don't even remember him dancing, so probably. And they say the best is Ronnie. Do you agree?
0: I do agree. Not that he's a good dancer. His is just the funniest.
1: He's the most committed
0: exactly and he seems to have it's funny because he seems like the type that is very self-aware and sort of not self-aware but I feel like he's sort of insecure and always trying to look good but when he's dancing specifically it's like the only time where he lets loose and it seems like he just doesn't give a fuck
1: I do like that and JWoww actually says music is just a vibe that brought all of us together That's I love that for them that's it they say you know they ask I, I will say they, they ask Pauly uh, if the beat ever got to him. And he said, the beat always hits back, but you fight back until the song ends. And so has, I guess, season one of the Jersey Shore.
0: That's it. This is our last, this is our last moment of our last official episode of the season.
1: Yeah, I just want to say again to everybody who's watching, thanks for being on the bonus content. And this kind of stuff is really fun. I love the reunion episode. And so I'm sure we'll do more things like this.
0: Um, And in season two, I think we'll we'll go even further. We'll do even more. Let us know in the comments uh, here on Patreon, what you want to see. We might, I mean, like if you have any ideas for extra bonus content, uh, we want to do like a trivia. So maybe send us some trivia questions that we can answer.
1: If you want to just hear me and Cookie talk about things that aren't Jersey Shore, you can let us know that as well. Cause I mean, we love Jersey Shore, but we'll talk about anything y'all want to hear about. And if you're already watching us, you probably love us enough to have liked and followed and all of those good things, but go to our social medias, Instagram and TikTok at umhellopod for the podcast. You can email us your thoughts at uh, umhello at gmail.com if you'd like as well.
0: And I'm at Cookie Olafonte on uh, Instagram and TikTok. And then I also make original pop songs, which you can find at songsbycookie.com.
1: Oh, yeah. And my uh, personal social media, you probably already know, at Gina Finio on Instagram, at my Gina on TikTok, and my blog, ginafinio.com
0: um that's
1: it well thanks again um goodbye um goodbye <laughs> um hello um goodbye <laughs> get crazy get
0: wild let's party get loud if you want to have fun and do something if you want to have fun and do something <laughs> get crazy get wild let's party If you want to have fun and do something If you want to have fun and do something